It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. What is up? Welcome to the Week 16 edition of Hanson's Hints here at FantasyPoints.com. I'm John Hanson, the man supplying the hints. Recording this a little later than usual on Thursday morning, trying to wait a little bit, get a little more information on all the upcoming matchups because we are in the fantasy playoffs get a little bit better feel for the injuries as well here when I wait until Thursday morning. Uh, don't really see many updates on Thursday, um, but I do feel a little bit better popping out some tips um, a little bit later. I normally record this on Wednesday night, but again, it's fantasy playoff time, so let's get right into it. Uh, I'm just going to go uh, game by game and offer up some insight here we'll start with the thursday night football game of course and we tend to go with some props here for thursday just feels like we've got a couple of days without any action and you know we're starting to like scratch and stuff so uh let's pop out a few props these are more leans than like uh ones that i love love but you know that's been the case lately by the way we're doing pretty well in the props i think uh well at the very least the last two weeks four and one i believe and we just missed that quentin johnston prop last week to uh go three and oh last week but we did hit the well the gerald everett prop and i also listed a michael mayer but you know something similar this week where again more leans but i'll start with rashid shaheed this number is going up uh that is the thursday night special uh the player who kind of stands out on the low end to maybe stand out in the game over 32.5, I'll, I'll do it. Um, I, we've got it at 44. I mean, I could see 50. Uh, that's a 35% difference. He is their zone beater, if you will. Uh, pretty good spot overall for Olave and Shahid, but Olave um, does lead the team with uh, the highest yards per route run. Actually, um, target share against zone, where Shahid is still the highest yards per route run against zone. Um, which the Rams run a ton, of course. Now, you know, the data looked a lot better uh, maybe two, three games ago, by the way. You know, he's been hurt, playing hurt. And, you know, if he's up to it tonight, I could absolutely would not be surprised at all to see a big play to Rashid Shahid. So, you know, it's a prop he could probably get on one catch over 32.5. I also must say again, don't love him because who knows with Derek Carr and the Saints. But Juwan Johnson did like him in the preseason as a late flyer. Didn't work out. Most of these dudes don't. But not that he isn't good. He is. He scored in two of the last three. I definitely see some chemistry with uh, Derek Carr. And the Rams have been not as much lately, but th- they've been a good matchup all year for tight ends. Taysom Hill hasn't been much of a factor in the passing game. And, you know, Foster Moreau, sure, he, he could spoil the par- party, but uh, that number is down to 19.5 over the yardage. I'll do it. I'll also do Al Kamara. Over 4.5 catches. We had the grinder Tom Brawley on the Sirius XM show this morning. Uh, I believe his best 
bet is the yardage, but I don't know. I kind of like the catch total because my man's catching five in this game. So over 4.5 for Kamara. Rams are good offensively. That's a decent uh, defense. It's not the best for checkdowns, I don't think. But, you know, Alan Kamara is Mr. Checkdown, Captain Checkdown. So I feel good about this one over 4.5. And then if we must put a Ram prop out there, I have not decided if I'm going to go with it or not. But I do kind of like Tyler Higby in this game. It's a good matchup uh, by the numbers. Uh, Suddenly this year, the Saints have been pretty darn giving against tight ends. So let's go over 2.5 grabs for Tyler Higby just on the chance that he catches, you know, a quick two balls for like six yards early in the game. It was like a, a check down guy. He doesn't get much. Uh, the yardage, I'm going to call that up in a moment. I've got him with 30 yards, you know, for what it's worth. I've got him with three grabs, which isn't a major discrepancy. They are giving up five a game to tight ends. Uh, they've gotten better lately, but Higby, by the way, last year did catch four balls in this matchup for 45. So let's go over 2.5 grabs for Tyler Higby. And let's get into the rest of the matchups. Uh, otherwise, for the game, I like Alave. I mean, he's got the ankle. It's risky, but I, I think we roll with him. You know, Shahid and Jawan Johnson, I probably not season-long people. I've got Shahid in my uh, on my team in a FFPC two-week playoff for the championship it's like the cumulative scoring for the final two weeks with me and three other teams Uh, i I might hold out for gabe davis uh although they're very similar um and then for the rams i do think it could be or should be and likely will be uh more of a cooper cup game than a puka nakua game cup will line up inside more and he'll get a better matchup inside often against Alante Taylor, who I, I like a lot, but he's been giving up production, period. And uh, Puka Nakua will see a lot more of Paulson Adebo, and you're, you're certainly rolling with Kyron Williams. You know, not a bad matchup for Stafford. I mean, it's not the best schematically, but they don't have much of a pass rush, and they are still down uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, actually, it's a plus schematic matchup, barely, uh, for Stafford. So n- not a bad option if you need him on the lower end. Let's go to uh, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. I think we need to be very concerned about the Steelers just packing it in. Uh, there, there's some serious problems there. The fan base has been ahead of this for a year plus. Like They like Kenny Pickett and hate hated Matt Canada, who is no longer there. But you know now we're down to Mason Rudolph. Bengals still fighting for the playoffs. You know I, I don't know how much confidence we could have in anyone if there is a good matchup though it's for patty f maybe not schematically but obviously cincinnati's been really bad against tight ends all year i mean Najee harris still a little bit banged up in this leading up to this game by the way so i mean he's tough to trust jalen warren isn't that hard to trust and then uh schematically it is a pretty good schematic matchup for deontay johnson and georgie pickens if if you need them uh but I lean more toward the Bengals with the Steelers, just maybe maybe packing it in here. I mean, they're dead pretty much. Uh, you know, don't know. I don't think Minka Fitzpatrick right is playing. Uh, I'm going to check on that right now. Still not 
totally looking at the injuries leading up to the week because sometimes it's you're wasting your time. Uh, you know, guys out of practice Wednesday, like you panic, and then all of a sudden he's back on uh, Thursday. Um, but let's take a look here at uh, Minka. Well, he's a DMP so far this week, so listed as questionable. That's not great. And uh, Najee did get a full practice in on Wednesday at least, so uh, that helps the confidence there. If you need them, looks like they might get Ciamolo back on the O-line at least as well, limited. But again, they might be packing it in. Um, no Jamar Chase for the Bengals. He's out. So it is T. Higgins who might garner shadow coverage from Joey Porter, and it's not the best schematic matchup, but he balled out with Jake Browning last week, and Browning's matchup schematically is good. So I'd still lean toward Higgins being no worse than a wide receiver three and Tyler Boyd being a viable reach. If you need him, we'll see about Chase Brown. Man, he's, he looked good. Uh, Mixon has scored in seven of his last eight uh, since their bye, though. Didn't do much in the first matchup. Uh, back only week 12, only two for 44 receiving and eight carries for 16, but you know, again, the Steelers have kind of packed it in just a little bit here. Um, they've been hit hard by running backs lately. They've allowed four touchdowns to running backs in their last three games, for example. So I'd be inclined to roll with bro Mixon. Let's go to the Bills at the Chargers. Once again, with the Bills, like, are we going to get any volume with Josh Allen, uh, who only threw the damn ball? What was that? Uh 24 times uh wait no no i'm gonna find that stat but it wasn't wasn't a lot uh well he threw for 94 yards that we do know uh but you know that's been the problem people are asking like what do we do with gabe davis i'm like well it's a problem obviously but it's also a problem for stefan diggs as the offense identity is dramatically shifted obviously toward james cook and yeah 15 attempts man come on that is just not going to cut it. So I mean, it's a problem for everyone, uh, even Dalton Kincaid, who's banged up and goose egg people last week. But Stefan Diggs has gone over 48 yards once in his last five games with only one touch in that span. Here's his yardage totals the last uh, six weeks, 48, 24, 74. That was a good game against Philly. 27 38 that's five games that's not good you know before he was getting peppered with targets it wasn't healthy now it's healthy and he's kind of screwed uh and it could be an issue here because how much are they going to have to throw against easton stick i i got a good nickname from my guy jeff schaefer who is the dude who created the show the league who i still well we're we're pretty good friends um what do you call Easton Stick? Which I thought I told him I'm stealing it. Um, I will find it here. But yeah, I just don't see how, why they would need him. Oh, Easton and the Sticks. I don't know why. I just like that. Sounds like uh, a musical act that Ed Sullivan would would call to the stage. You know, Easton and the Sticks. Uh, but anyway, he wasn't that bad. Easton Stick. Uh, don't think he's going to have Keenan Allen though. So back to the Bills to wrap them up. Not the greatest schematic matchup, by the way, for Josh Allen. It actually is somewhat for Gabe Davis. You kind of like Gabe Davis against zone. So you got that going for you if you're desperate. 
But again, if it, if it were Justin Herbert and peak Austin Eckler, okay. But obviously, it's completely changed. It's Easton Stick and Austin Eckler presumably running out of gas. So eh, no, I can't say I love the Bills to put up big numbers. So you're just hoping for a touchdown from anyone. And I uh, don't really love the Kincaid, by the way. Um, of course, we love James Cook uh, in this game. He is the identity, like Zamir White was an RB1 last week in this matchup. So we're going to roll with uh, Jamie Cook there for sure. And then, look, uh, don't think we can use, like, let's just bench Austin Eckler. Like, at this point, you are in desperation mode if you start Austin Eckler. You know, the Bills did a nice job against Tony Pollard last week as well. You know, Gerald Everett, it's not the best number uh, matchup by the numbers, uh, and it's not a good schematic matchup. So he's a little sh- shaky. So I don't don't feel great about uh, this offense. And again, Keenan Allen probably not going to play, and it's a negative schematic matchup for Josh Palmer. If you absolutely need Josh Palmer, I, I certainly view him as the one. If Allen is out, so we we could we could look at some volume there for sure. And he did look pretty good last week. Quentin Johnson only if you need him. Moving on. Uh, breaking down early look, pretty early, but I what I'm doing now is I'm going through and I write down notes on all the games, schematic matchups. I look at all the data just so I'm not constantly going back and forth as I write these games up for my Sunday column, Hanson's Hints. Uh, Indy at Atlanta, man, Bijan Robinson. Just honestly, we all know Arthur Smith is a menace, as I said three months ago. Uh, there's a clip that they put out on Sirius where I just went off. I lost my mind. Um, he is bad, but maybe Bijan is also something's up here. You know, it, that that t- the week he was out, I heard about how it happened. I'm not going to disclose it, but I have heard the rumor of what happened. And it's not a rumor. It's a pretty good source. Uh, not terrible, but not great either. You know what I mean? It's one of those deals. It's not horrible, like he's a horrible human being, or he made a little mistake. But uh, anyway, is this guy a little soft here? Because you know, it's like nasty weather and rain, and like the dude was worthless. I mean, again, he can't call plays for himself and hand the ball off to himself. But maybe Bijan is a little bit a part of the problem. But I, I don't know what we do. Obviously, here. I mean, I would probably. I don't have him in any league. Um. They are giving up Indy the fifth most rushing yards a game and the fourth most fantasy points per game. So I, I'd be inclined to just keep rolling them out, especially because they might throw 24 passes because it's not a good schematic matchup for the passing game. I don't like Drake London here. The outside corners have been pretty good. It is, though, a pretty good schematic matchup for the tight ends. Obviously, they play a lot of zone. This should be a tight end game for what it's worth. Maybe Pitts can be unlocked a little bit. By hospital ball Heineke. Uh, I see Michael Pittman is still out of practice, so I can't really address that. It is a positive schematic matchup for Gardner Minshew for what it's worth. But, you know, there's nobody else you feel good about. Josh Downs is underwhelmed. I don't know what's going on here. If we hit a little bit of a rookie wall, I know he's been hurt. It is a somewhat positive matchup schematically, but it's not one for Pierce, who I've always. well, I've always liked, but I'm trying to get these low-end props for Pierce. Uh, not going well. I think I won one of three and didn't win one last week. Just missing them. Uh, so I'm not feeling that. 
but I am feeling some carries for Johnny Taylor, who is back. Tougher matchup. Falcons giving up the eighth fewest adjusted yards before contact. But we did see Chuba Hubbard get it done in this matchup last week with 22 carries uh, for, what was that, like 66 yards. It wasn't. It was decent. And he caught, he caught some balls too, of course, uh, as well here. Moving on to the next game, losing my place with a million tabs open. Don't think I missed anybody. Green Bay, Carolina, duh, no, don't love this one here. Negative schematic matchup for Love. Dontavian Wicks, a little bit banged up. Not the best schematic matchup. Now, I I could use him if he goes, though, because he's been balling. Um, pretty good matchup schematically for Dobbs. We we don't have uh, Watson or Jaden Reed in practice early to open the week. So, you know, we'll see about our guy, Jaden Reed. Love Jaden Reed, but, you know, he may not play. The schematic matchup here is for Tucker Craft, for sure, big time. So if you need Tucker Craft, you are not going to be laughed out of any room by starting him lately because the guy is getting well, he's getting it done. He's getting targets. He's been consistent. Nine and a half fantasy points in three of his last four. Now, the Panthers are giving up the fourth fewest fantasy points per game to tight end. So, but um, schematically, we do like it. So, don't like Drake London. Somebody's got to catch the ball. Maybe it's a secondary guy, and they've got a ton of those. I do kind of like Pitts this week, I will say. Of course, Janu could pop, unfortunately. Uh, Carolina, hey, the aforementioned Chuba Hubbard, keep on using him. As I've said for two months, Miles Sanders looks terrible for the most part. A couple of games, moments where he's looked okay. Packers have been hit hard three straight games by running backs Rashad White, Saquon Barkley, and Isaiah Pacheco. We're not using anyone in the passing game other than Adam Thielen. I could see Thielen doing well. I know our guy Brett Whitefield likes the matchup inside, so not not a bad option there. Let's go to Cleveland at Houston. Decent uh, enough schematic matchup for Flacco. Not great, but not terrible for Njoku and Cooper and more. Not the best matchup, but... They're all viable. Those three, they're getting it done, obviously. Jerome Ford continues to get it done. I did lose a prop receiving on him, even though he had four catches. That was frustrating. Uh, I think it was like 16 and a half yards. Dude got four grabs, couldn't hit it. But, you know, that's why I had him on there, though. He did get the, the catches. Anywho, uh, he's pretty good, like him. Houston looking, we're looking once again at Casey Keenum. Keep your feet on the ground and keep me out of your starting lineup. But uh, he was decent enough last week. Uh, I just like making fun of that name and doing my Casey Kasem impersonation for the kids, of course. Although he was the voice of Scooby-Doo, or not Scooby-Doo, Shaggy in Scooby-Doo. So people do know the, the, the voice a little bit, even young people. But I'm off on a tangent. Not looking good for Nico Collins. I think Noah Brown, as I, I mentioned two weeks ago in the waiver Wire article, like I, I gave him love because I'm like, it's kind of like a target hound go-to guy available. A lot of people cut him when he got hurt. Uh, but, you know, yeah, good schematic matchup, and you could use him if you need him. I, I think we're looking at a Dalton Schultz game here, uh, even though uh, it's a bad matchup for Cleveland. I don't know what else they, they do here. 
uh, with Houston. Who do they throw it to? I mean, Schultz and, and certainly um, the aforementioned Noah Brown, but they'll, they'll throw it a lot and hand it off to Mr. Devin Singletary, who's seemingly totally usurped Damian Pierce, 75% snap share for Singletary and 76% share over the last two weeks. Detroit Lions at Minnesota Vikings, not the greatest schematic matchup for Jared Goff and Amon Ra. They do have a good pass rush. Could be a little bit of a problem, but then again, he could crush it. This is a tough call uh, here. You like Goff indoors, but you you like him ideally at home against teams without a good pass rush, and he's not neither uh, applied this week. But, you know, certainly a top 15 guy, though. I mean, I don't think it's scary. He does have a lot of weapons. Uh, I, Laporta is a problem. Positive schematic matchup for him. So I'd say still top 15 guy. But I, I can't say I love the Lions. And, of course, a tougher matchup on the ground for the running backs, but I don't think you're sitting these guys. Not looking good for Alexander Madison. And even if he goes, it's already clear here. I'm recording this on Thursday morning. I saw a couple of tweets as well, one by Kevin Seifert of ESPN, who's been covering the Vikings forever. Like, doesn't even matter at this point. Ty Chandler is the top back for the Vikings. Tough matchup, but you're hoping he catches like four balls for maybe, well, 40 would be nice. So there's eight points right there. And I think he could probably get you five on the ground without scoring. So there you go. You know, 12, 13 points in a tougher matchup. Schematically solid enough for Addison and Jefferson. You know, uh, Nick Mullins is tough to trust, but he's at least capable. And of course, a revenge game for TJ Hawkinson and and somewhat favorable schematically. Washington Commanders at the New York Jets. I, I don't know what to do with Sammy Howell this week, but uh, I, I do know this. Uh, even though it's a positive schematic matchup, I, I would not. I don't trust it. You know, he got pulled last week. They could do it again. Brissett was pretty good. Matchup is bad. Logan Thomas has died. Uh, I don't trust McLaurin against Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed on the outside. So could be another Kurt Samuel game. That's about it. No Brian Robinson. Uh, I mean, Gibson at this point is a use him if you need him guy. He could get it done, but you know, I've had raised expectations lately and he's, underwhelmed for the jets i guess we're looking at trevor simeon right at quarterback so i mean that's not wonderful but he is certainly capable and the matchup is fantastic so i would use garrett wilson and i certainly wouldn't be opposed to using and keep trying out uh stud Brees hall um commanders are giving up numbers they might be packing it in kyron williams did get 32 touches in the matchup with, you know, 150 plus yards. Seattle at Tennessee. I think we're going to get Geno back. It's a plus matchup there. Definitely like D Hop or not D Hop. Well, I do. Uh, I'm going to get to him. DK in this one. Uh, not a good schematic matchup for Jackson Smith and Jigbus. I can't say I love him, but he's been coming on. Lockett. Decent matchup for sure. I see Ken Walker popped up in the injury report, so let's check about that. Um, he lo- did look great last week. That may have been his best game ever. Uh, Zach Charbonnet would be the replacement, of course. 
for Tennessee, Levis banged up. It's a it's a good schematic matchup for him or Tannehill. So I do like D Hop, as I mentioned. Good schematic matchup for him. You like him against zone. They're very zone heavy. Uh, and Chiggy, you know, good schematic matchup. Good matchup by the numbers. And of course, Derek Henry, you know, good matchup. Seattle been run on. It is in Tennessee. But uh, I just don't know how much of a commitment to uh, Henry with them officially eliminated. So I'm I'm down on Henry overall, and therefore correspondingly pretty high on Tajay Spears. Jacksonville at Tampa, decent schematic matchup for Baker. Feel good about Big Mike. Certainly Godwin. Obviously Rashad White. We'll see about Trevor though. I mean, decent schematic matchup for him. I I would use him as a top twelve guy if he goes. Um, Ridley should see a lot of Jamal Dean. Good schematic matchup. Could be a great play if Trevor goes. So we'll see about that. And then Ingram looking good, and you're you're rolling with ETN. Not crushing it, but getting the ball. Atlanta at Chicago. Pretty uh, scary matchup for Kyler Murray. Maybe not scary, but it's certainly not good. Negative schematic matchup for Kyler can't trust Hollywood Brown at all, so it's Trey McBride or bust. Can't say I love James Conner. The Bears have been good against the run all year. Not the best schematic matchup for Fields and DJ Moore, but good personnel-wise. I mean, Arizona secondary and defense overall is one of the worst in the league. Hopefully, Kyler can put up a fight and keep the Bears throwing all four quarters because they could just hand it off to Deontay Foreman. This is a week where you want to use a Deontay Foreman with the Bears as a home favorite. And, you know, that's the situation where he gets volume and they grind out wins with Deontay Foreman. Cowboys at the Dolphins. Negative schematic matchup for Dak, but, I, you know, what are we going to do? We still roll with him. Hope for a shootout. Same deal with Lamb. I mean, they could travel Ramsey on him at time. He could see Darth Cater in the slot. Cater Coho, uh, who's generally good inside. Uh, Tony Pollard. Again, I don't love anyone here, but it is a great matchup for Ferguson. I do love Ferguson. Very high on Ferguson this week. Uh, coming, I didn't love him last week. I don't think. Yeah, I didn't here in the podcast, and he he had a so-so game. Uh, schematically for what it's worth could be could be a big play to michael gallup but yeah i mean we've got jalen ramsey and xavier howard and kohu that's a pretty good trio there at corner so it's not the best matchup it is a great schematic matchup for tuatunga veloa against dallas they play a lot of man that's tyreek hill time not necessarily waddle time but we'll see about tyreek out of practice early in the week though i I feel pretty good that he's going to play. New England at Denver. We'll see about Hunter Henry. It's a shame. It's a great matchup for Hunter Henry. Night negative schematic matchup though for uh, Zappy. Uh, I don't think we're feeling good about much here. Maybe Demario Douglas with a positive schematic matchup. Uh, decent matchup schematically for Russ. They do play a lot of man. So you know Sutton. They could take him out though, because Sutton's been the only game in town. So do we maybe get some volume for Javante Williams here? Not the best matchup, but we might get some volume here in a low-scoring, boring game. And on the very, very low end, at least for props, I'm going to look hard at this. I lost an Adam Troutman prop a couple of weeks ago, though he almost hit it. It was low. It was like six and a half yards. 
and had like one catch for three, but he had like two balls thrown to him in the end zone at the end of the game that were underthrown or else maybe he would, would have caught it and they would have actually won the game. But uh, very good schematic matchup against Troutman. I guess it's man. Uh, you like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. For New England, oh, back to the backfield here. You know, back to them. I, I don't think we're looking at Ramondre this week. So it's a good matchup. Very good matchup for Zeke Elliott. I could absolutely see another 20 touches and him uh, getting it done. And then last but not least, we've got the Raiders and Chiefs. It is a positive schematic match for O'Connell, for what it's worth. I like Devontae. They'll probably travel LeJarrius Sneed, but hey, good luck with that. Uh, Devontae against man coverage. It's not like Sneed's like, I mean, he could shut him down. Could have a good day, but I'm not that worried about Sneed. Uh, very good matchup for Myers. Looks like um, Josh Jacobs is returning. The Chiefs have been giving up the production to tight ends. Not a good schematic matchup for Michael Mayer. I would have been afraid of the matchup a week ago, or no, three weeks ago. But, for example, Hunter Henry went off in the matchup last week. So on the low end, you could use him. Um, Mahomes, I think I said Mahomes would probably get like 250 two last week. He did. Wasn't great, though. Otherwise, he did throw a couple of picks uh, or it fumbled twice, one or the other. Um, Raiders do represent a slightly negative schematic matchup these days with their zone-heavy defense. And look, I can't say I love Kelsey. Schematically, a pretty good matchup, though. Uh, and we're not shying away from Rishi Rice. And we're rolling with Isaiah Pacheco, uh, likely back. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about a couple of other games here. Um, I thought we were done for some reason. No, we're not. We've got multiple Monday night games. Uh, the um, Giants at Eagles. Don't love it. I, I think the Eagles will bounce back here. Televised game, Christmas Day in Philly. Yeah, could be a tough one for Tommy DeVito. Though, I mean, we could use Wandale if we need him inside. Good matchup there. Saquon, hope for the best. Uh, last week was bad. Philly, though, has been run on lately. I would use, um, if I needed him, Darren Waller. Philly getting hit by tight ends. A uh, little bit here. A little bit. Uh, not as much last week, but they did throw it to Noah Fan a few times in the tight ends. Uh, this should be an A.J. Brown game. By the way, the Giants play a lot of men, so Brown over uh, Skinny Batman. Not that we're sitting Skinny Batman. Can't feel good about using Goddard at this point, but you can't feel pretty good about using DeAndre Swift after last week and a decent matchup overall. And then finally, uh, Baltimore at San Francisco. I, I don't think we feel warm and fuzzy about any part of either offense in this game. It is a... A slightly negative schematic matchup for Lamar. I see Zay Flowers a little bit banged up. I, I don't love, love, love the receivers, but I do like Isaiah Likely. Um, the Niners schematically and everything. The, the Niners have been uh, pretty giving to uh, the tight ends uh, lately, which is we're not used to that. Uh, they've, they're normally pretty good, but I, Isaiah Likely, actually it's a negative schematic matchup, but I, I'd still roll with them. Uh, at this point is a tight end one and the backfield. We're probably going to get Melvin Gordon involved here, but I mean, for now I'd still have to go justice Hill over Melvin Gordon. I mean, it's possible they don't use Melvin Gordon. He was on the practice squad all year 
never really oh they called him up a couple of times but hasn't been a factor at all then for the Niners could be a kiddo day could be more Debo than Ayuk as the Ravens do play a lot of zone and they, they did get run on by uh you know recently like Kyron Williams so um keep rolling with McCaffrey maybe not a huge day he might only get like 22 23 points well that'll wrap it up i'll pause here uh went a little longer maybe 32 minutes not too shabby uh good luck to everybody in the semis week 16 happy holidays merry christmas happy hanukkah all that good stuff and we'll talk to you next week here on hansen's hints at fantasypoints.com Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com.